Hello, this is Tabernacle of Hope International Church Podcast, the undiluted, powerful Word of God. Listen to today's Word and be empowered. Stay tuned. Amen. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, anytime we fail to recognize others, it has its implications. Anytime we fail to help others, it will bring problem to us. In fact, Christianity is about others. Amen. Amen. I want us to look at somebody who has failed to recognize to help others. He has failed to recognize others. He failed to help others. I want us to look at something in the book of First Samuel chapter 25, verse 4 to verse 12. It said, when David heard in the wilderness that neighbor was sharing his sheep, David sent ten young men, and David said to the young men, go up to Kamel, go to Naba or neighbor. And greet him in my name. And thus you shall say to him, Who lives in prosperity? Peace be to you. Peace to your house. And peace to all that you have. Now, I have heard that you have shares. Your shepherds were with us. And we did not hurt them. Nor was there anything missing from them. All the while they were with us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to go to Samuel again to the verse 23 to 25. Now, I've heard, and thus you shall say to him who lives in prosperity, Peace be to you, peace to your house, and peace to all that you have. Verse 7. Now, I have heard that you have shares. Your shepherds were with us, and we did not hurt them. Nor was there anything missing from them, all the while they were in Carmel. Verse 8. Ask your young men, and they will tell you. Therefore, let's my young men find favor in your eyes for we come on a feast day please give whatever comes to your hand to your servants and to your son david hallelujah nine so when david's young men came they spoke to neighbor according to all these words in the name of David and waited. Then, and neighbor answered David's servants and said, Who is David? The chicks of it. This is someone who has been helpful unto you. And they came with a humble request. You are sharing and we want you to give to this man that I have sent something 
for your servant David. David is true for but look at what he down prayed David. He made David to look like nobody. Meanwhile, David is an anointed person. He has been anointed by God. David. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter. Are you getting me? You might not know who David is. Hallelujah. So you might be literally David. And in many instances, that's what normally happens to, to us. Hey. People see us today, we may look like nobodies. And, then it's a, and they will take a... us for granted. They will begin to say things about us. They have no respect for us. But your tomorrow, when God begins to raise you up, that is when they will begin to see that after all, this person that I have belittled, God is preparing him Hallelujah Amen It happens to us many, many times Hallelujah People belittle us People castigate us People speak things Unprinted words Because today They see us as nobody but in the sight of God it isn't so the grace of God is upon you and it's just a matter of time it will begin to show it will begin to show it will begin to show amen neighbor look down on David hallelujah amen, amen. Amen. The neighbor answered David, David's servant, and said, Who is David? Who is the son of Jesse? I believe he knows them. He knows who David is, and he knows that Jesse is the father of David. And who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants nowadays who break away each one from his master. Can we imagine that? In the eyes of neighbor David was someone who has break away from his master. 11. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have killed for my shares and give it to men when I do not know where they are from? It is not necessary for you to know where even the person is coming from. It is not necessary. It's a request the person has made. Even if you not even give to the person, you don't belittle the person. You don't make the person to feel sorry for himself that he has, he has what recognized you and have sent men to make requests of you. Now, shall we go to the verse 23 to 25? Now, when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly from the donkey and fell her face before David and bowed down to the ground. Thank God for good wives. Amen. Amen. They are able to recognize where their husbands are heading towards to. Hallelujah. And they try to make a mitigation. 
to avoid anything from happening to them. That was the story of Abigail. Abigail knew that the husband had acted foolishly. Abigail and therefore, she, she is supposed to do something about it. And she went before David. And I'll call David in chain. Actually, David has also planned <laughs> that he will launch an attack so and so deal with neighbor. neighbor. But thank God for Abigail. Amen. She went quickly to speak to David. So that whatever the intentions of David is towards the husband may not come into fruition. Husband, at times it's good. We take the advices of our wives. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now let us go to verse 36 to 37. 36. Now Abigail went to neighbor and there he was holding a feast in his house like the feast of a king. And neighbor's heart was married within him for he was very drunk. Therefore she told him nothing, literally or much, until morning light. There is an appropriate time when you have to talk to somebody and that person will listen to you. Hallelujah. Amen. It isn't when the person has drunk and he even don't know where he is. Hallelujah. Abigail is a wise woman. And she knew the state in which the husband is. When she, she speaks to the husband, there is no way the husband can listen. So she waited the following morning to speak to the husband. So it was in the morning when the wine had gone from neighbor and his wife had told him these things, that his heart died within him and became like a stone. So it does not need David to launch any attack. let certain things to take its natural course. Learn to wait upon God. We must learn to send our petitions to God. We must learn to tell God about our situation. He's able to deal with every situation in our lives. Amen. David would have gone there and kill neighbor and the blood of neighbor rubbing in his hand. Amen. So what am I saying? We must be very careful how we deal with others. We're supposed to be helping others. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're supposed to be supporting others. Can we imagine after everything 
and they have reminded you about what David have done. Yesterday, this man proved stubborn and didn't see the need to send to David the request that he made of him. That shouldn't be our case. It shouldn't be our case. We must be people who help others. When we see people are in need, at times it doesn't need for the person to come and make a request of you. But when you see it, it must prompt you. It must prompt you to help such a one. And God will richly bless you. There was another person who take notes of others. I want us to look at something in the book of Job 42 verse 10 down. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Job was going through a problem. Job was sick, sore all over his body. In the situation Job found himself, Job could not see the need of, first of all, helping the friend. He did not see, but God appeared unto him and God told him that he should go and pray. And when he took that step, the situation of Job turned around. When we see others, let us not pretend. Let us not allow also bitterness because of how they deal with us. So we are not able to what? To help them. Amen. The Bible says that and when he prayed for his friends, when he prayed for his friends, God did something. That love then. So many times it's good for us to pray for others. It is good for us to intercede for others. Hallelujah. I believe some of us we are here because someone has intercede on our behalf. Amen. Praise God. We must take note of others. I remember in those days when we used to evangelize in other places. We have all nights and then we pray. You might not have gone to win the soul, but your prayer is working. It is good for us to take our time and pray for others. Pray for others. Let us not be selfish in prayer. Always it is me, me, me. God, give me husband. God, give me car. God, give me home. God, give me this. Your situation can change when you begin to pray for others. Amen. When you begin to lift others, God is able to turn your situation. So, and he says that the Lord restored Job's losses and he prayed for his friends. Job did what? He prayed for his friends and was given twice as much as he had in the beginning. Let us think about others. 
When we think about others, we will pray for them. Hallelujah. Amen. When we think about others, we will be in a position to be of help to others. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We can be in a position. Whatever situation we find ourselves, we must continue to pray for others. We might not be in the best of time, but make it a point that you intercede for people. Make it a point that you pray for people. As you do that, God sees your faithfulness and God will reward your faithfulness. And God, God will make sure that he blesses you because you have spent time to be praying for others. Let us pray for others. When they are in need and we are in position to support them, please let us support them. Hallelujah. It is for your own goodness. It is for your own goodness. It is for your own goodness. And God will surely bless you. And it is also very good to be very obedient when God gives you instruction and you obey the instruction. What God does is that he blesses you. And the reason why God will bless you is that is because of others. So that you can also be a blessing unto who? Others. Hallelujah. Shall we look at Genesis? Genesis chapter 12. 1 to 3. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Many at times when God gives us instruction, we feel that, uh, why me? Why? When God gives us an assignment, we feel that it's too much for us. When God tells us something, let us do this. At times we feel that no, it is like God doesn't like me. Amen. Amen. I must tell you that God likes you. God wants to be a blessing unto you so that you can also be a blessing unto others. Let us go to the... the, the yes. He said, and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be what? A blessing. So God blesses you so that you too, you can be what? A blessing unto others. Amen. So when God asks you to do something, God has his mind made up towards you. God wants to bless you. Hallelujah. That's why God will ask you to do something. Amen. Amen. And because God knows that you can do it, hallelujah. Don't don't think about the other person doing it, but see yourself as someone who can do it because that's how God sees you, that you can do it. Because you can do it, you know, he's going to bless you so that you can be one, a blessing unto others. Obedience is very critical and very important that we must be obedient when we hear God's word. When we are instructed by God, let us take the steps and do what God expected us to do. 
because it's an opportunity for us what to be blessed many a times as we come here god speak to us if only what god says by way of instruction to us and we go to implement it i tell you brethren god will bless you god will reward because you have obeyed the instructions of what the word Amen. the bible says that we should not be what only hearers but we must be what the doers of what the word as what as well let us be the doers of the word anytime the word of god is preached it is for your blessing God wants to bless you. That's why the word of God comes to you. Hallelujah. That's why God will speak you in the manner that he speaks to you. It is not for you to go and be making analysis about what God has said. It is not for you to go and stand and say that ah, God doesn't like me. Why is God telling me this? Amen. It is not so. But rather God wants to be a blessing unto you. Amen. A blessing so that you can also be a blessing unto others shall we look at the verse 3 and i will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curse thee and in thee shall all families of this earth be what bless can you imagine that hallelujah and God is ever ready because of you. Look at what God said. He said, and the family, as God is instructing you, he is also having others at mind. He said that, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed because of your obedience. Others too will be what? Blessed because of your obedience. Others too shall be blessed. And Abraham obeyed God. Abraham, Abraham obeyed God Abraham and he was blessed and he became indeed a blessing unto others. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 May God bless you as you take that step to do that which you have been instructed in the word of God. Very soon, the blessing will begin to appear. The things that you are going through they shall be things of the past because God is going to bless you. Amen. Because God is going to change your situation. And even people will call you a blessed one because you are going to be a blessing unto them as well. God wants to bless you. Now, I want us to look at the other side of it all. In John chapter 10, verse 16, God says something over there. He said, let your light so shine. Let your light do what? So what? Shine. Please, I want you to go with me. Matthew chapter 5. He says what? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven so there is the reasons why you must let your light so what shine that they may see your good work Amen. in fact 
we have been called unto good work. The Bible says that we are the craftsmanship of God. Hallelujah. Uh, shall we look at it? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good work, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. For we are, what? We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. So he said that first of all, we must shine. Let your light shine that people will see your good work. So that they will glorify who? who? God. At times there is a reason why God wants us to shine. There's a reason why God wants us to shine. The reason is that men shall see, others must see you as a result of your good work. No? Now they can do also do what? They will even want to follow you to come to church. God wants to be a blessing unto you. But he said that let your light also shine. Let your light also shine. That men will see your good work so that they can glorify God. For the sake of people glorifying God, he said that you must what? Shine. That men should see what your good work. Things, at times, some of us, when we come to church, we look holier than thou. But when we go back to our abode, we are different people. So it will be very difficult for anyone to follow us. It will be very difficult someone to see you and say that, oh, this person, oh, thank God for his life. Your good works will cause people to glorify God. Your good works will cause people to glorify God. Your good work will make others look for God and will want, want to what? worship God. Your good works. May God, by his Spirit, help us that we do what is expected of us. Who practice what is good. Hallelujah. Anyone who does good things will never indulge himself in the things of darkness. Hallelujah. Like we heard recently concerning what? Accusation. Accusation is not a good work. Accusation only brings suppression among People, if you are here, like we heard the other time, that uh, you are here and you accuse people, you should know what you are in for. So let's shine and show our good work. It's part of also supporting people, helping people. Words that come out of your mouth must be words that are seasoned. Not well, that when someone hears, it is like a bullet. Some of us, when we speak, it is like we should go and hang ourselves. It is not the best. God called us into what? Doing good work. And may God help us. That we will practice good work. We will not gossip. We will not malign people. We will never find ourselves doing the deeds of the fresh in your area, you must be known as someone who practices good works, as someone who does things that people can point to you and say, 
as for this guy, he's real and genuine Christian. And now, also, the way we treat others will ensure whether we go to heaven or we go to hell. Let us look at something in Matthew chapter 25. You see, judgment is going to be based on your treatment of others. According to Matthew 25, verse 31 to 36, people inherit the kingdom of God just because they were kind to others. Hallelujah. It says, And when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. 32. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. 33. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those who are on the right, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Amen. 36. He says, I was naked, hallelujah, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. These are people who are mindful of others. You really know what you are doing to somebody, your treatment to somebody. You don't know what it will bring you. According to what we've just read, Jesus was saying that, I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Your kindness will ensure whether you go to heaven or you go to hell. It is not enough for you to say you are born again, but the way you treat others, the kindness that you show is also part of it. What you do to others is part of it. God will stand on what you did for others and bless you. Now, 37. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you angry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and then clothe you? Whatever you do to a brother or a sister, it comes to God and God will look on that and then be of a blessing unto you. And Jesus said that this one that you have done A, B, C, D. When he was hungry, you gave him food. Naked, you clothed him. Was in prison, you came to him. He said, it is me that you are doing it. Many at times we don't recognize that we seated here. God sees us 
as himself. He sees us as himself. Whatever. Amen. He sees us as himself. So whatever you do to your fellow friend, don't imagine it. Don't say that, no, you are doing it. No, you are doing it for God. It is God that you are doing it to. It is God. Let us think about others. Amen. Let us put others before us and take care of them. Let us help one another in the kingdom of God. Whatever you do for me, whatever I do for you, it is not for you per se, it is for God. And whatever you do for me, it is not for me per se, but you do it for God. And anytime you do something for a brother or a sister, it is recorded. And on judgment day, they'll pray it before you. Many a times, we are in a position to help, but we never help. Because it's like we are doing it to human beings. You are not doing it to human beings, but you are doing it to God. Especially in the household of faith. When you do anything for the people in the household of faith, God sees it and he rewards us. So let, let us take note about others. Let us know that others also exist. And let us be each other's keeper. Let us be people who helps particularly when we see people in need, let us not laugh at people. Let us not mock at people. Instead of doing that, let us be a blessing unto them. The fact that a brother wears one shoe all the time, the fact that the shoe have tilted to, I don't know how to mention it. <laughs> Amen. We don't have to laugh at the brother. If you are in a position, you can be of help to the brother. You can be of help. We can be of help. And then again, Jesus has shown us by his lifestyle that he is for others. And he's a perfect example also unto us. Don't verse 16 he said and other sheep what other sheep I have which are not in this fold them also I must bring he said them also I must do what bring so Jesus has a mindset towards others he is not a person who turns his back unto others. He said, them also I must what? Bring. So it tells you and me that we have a greater responsibility to do what? To bring others. Amen. We're supposed to go out there and bring what? Others. It is an agenda that Jesus has set for us to also follow. Many at times, we are happy to come to enjoy Christ and have fellowship and then we close and, and it continues every Sunday. It should not be like that. We must think of others. 
we must be able to bring others into the sheepfold, into the church. We're supposed to go and bring others. He said that, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must what? Bring. No matter what the status of that person is, what the lifestyle of that person is, the eye of the Lord is on that person. The person can be an arm robber. The person can be a fetish priest or idol worshiper. The eye of the Lord is upon that person. The eye of the Lord is on that person. The person can be a prostitute. The person can be an adulterous man or woman. The eye of the Lord is on that person. He said he must bring them. They might have belonged to other fools, but God wants them to come and join us here. So we have a responsibility to bring people into the household of God. We have that responsibility. Jesus has shown us the way, a way that we must also follow. We must embark onto. He said, the things that I do, you can do. Even greater than that which I do, you can also do. If Jesus brings so into the church, you must also be able to bring what? May God richly bless you. It is the word of God. Amen. Let us have others. Let us know that others also exist. And when we know that others exist, then we shall be in a position to help. Many a times, we enjoy the church so much that we don't even think that others also exist. And, and for that matter, we have to approach them with the gospel. May God richly bless us. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want to thank you for your word that has come this morning. I bless you, and I know your word will never come back to you void, but it shall go to accomplish the purpose for which it has gone. In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, may we be people who knows that others exist. May we be people who are ready to help others. May we be people who share the gospel to others. May we be the people who must come here and feel the whole praise in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray for strength and we pray for power in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that even as we depend on you, all these things shall come to pass in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for staying tuned into today's podcast. We hope you were blessed with today's message. You can fellowship with us, Tabernacle of Hope International, Toi at Lashibi Celebrity Heights, behind MF's estates. For prayer, counseling, or further inquiries on this ministration, contact us on 0204-448800 or 0556-275240. Worship with us on Sundays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Wednesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay blessed and stay in the atmosphere of the Word. One Tohi, one happy family.